I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Producer Kate, uh, and I'm here because I love the holidays, and I love scams, and I love you, and this episode is going to be like a fun producer takeover where I come in, I tell you about some of my favorite scam episodes of this year, some fun behind-the-scenes details, uh, I read a couple reviews and some messages from Instagram, and basically just give you some general holiday cheer, because... We all need it, you know? Uh, Katie is, of course, spending her holiday cheer with her beautiful family. I have a family, but not a toddler. So, understandably, I have stepped in here as producer to do this little show for you all and say thank you for staying with us for 2021. We've loved covering scams this year and making this show happen, and we hope to continue doing it into the next year and find some more juicy, juicy scams. I am both the scammer and the scammy. Yes. Is right. not a scam. Watch out for the scammers. Being a scammer. Is this a scam? So many scams around. He is a scammer. It was a scam that, beyond all scams. Yeah. Scammies, uh, let's start with some holiday scams. You know, some people trying to ruin your Christmas because they can. <laughs> because people love money. 
and people spend money on Christmas. And so let's not fall for some of these scams. Okay. First one is social media ads. Listen to me. You're on Instagram. You're following Scam All Podcast on Instagram at Scam All Podcast. By the way, you're seeing Katie make these incredible graphics to promote the episodes. And then underneath that, you're seeing a scam for that one pink tool dress with the sparkly uh, strawberries on it. And you're thinking, I'm going to buy that for myself, for my sister, for a friend who needs to pick me up. And you're like, there's no way that that beautiful, obviously tailored dress is only worth $30. But you go to the website via the Instagram ad and you order it. Now, is it coming from Malaysia? Yes. Will it be here in time for Christmas? Very unlikely. And I almost guarantee that when it does come, it's not going to look anything like the ad. We've all seen the stories on TikTok about these scams. Avoid them. Okay. That dress, do a Google image search. I guarantee is worth a couple thousand dollars. So let's not fall for that one this holiday season. Another scam I just found out about is holiday apps. There are apps that promise that children can chat live with Santa and then watch him arrive at their home. You and I both know that Santa is too busy to be live chatting with you through a free holiday app. Okay, he's got stuff to do. Uh, Basically, these apps are going to collect data and put malware in your phone, and you don't want that. I know you want to talk to Santa, but, you know, we can't have everything. I would personally like to hang out with Jake Gyllenhaal and ask him a bunch of questions about the whole Taylor Swift thing. Can I do that? Do I have access? Maybe someday, but not through a free app. So let's not fall for that one either. Okay. Ooh, an interesting one. Okay. This is a a pop-up holiday virtual event. If you're like me, maybe you were around someone recently who was in New York City and got exposed to the coronavirus at an LCD sound system concert. And despite the fact that we've all been triple vaxxed and waxed, um, maybe there's maybe we're not, you know, we don't want to be our own people because of all the scariness. So instead of going to holiday markets or craft fairs or holiday celebrations in person, we're doing them online. Well, apparently (laughs) scammers have caught on to this. And you know what? Good for them. Honestly, they see a need and they fill it. Uh, And they are creating fake event pages on Facebook and on Eventbrite and charging admission to a holiday market or a craft fair that doesn't exist and probably just goes to an Etsy page. So if you want to have your own at home, here's a scam for you. You're scamming yourself in your head. If you want to have an at home holiday like market, um, just get as many screens as you have in your home, you know, your TV, your phone, your iPad, your whatever Alexa screen thing now is, and just put it like around one room in like a, a circle. And then on each one of those screens, put in a different like Etsy page with really cute holiday crafts. And then just walk around each one. And you know, you're not going to buy any of those crafts, but just like walk into the vicinity of the screen and be like, Oh, that's really nice. That's cute. Um, Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And then walk away and go to the next one. And that will basically recreate the experience of a holiday fair. You don't need to pay for a virtual event. Create your own virtual event at home for free. Okay. There you go. Okay. Finally, my final holiday scam I'm sharing with you friends is fake shipping notifications. So 
you will get a text message that's like your package that was supposed to be delivered on January 7th is actually being delivered on December 24th. Click here to track the package. Guess what? You ain't going to track your package. They're going to track you. So don't click on that. It's a fake shipping notification. And it's a really good way for scammers to either email you or text you uh, a phishing email, whatever. If you want to know what phishing is, this is a great time to bring up one of our past episodes of ScamWow, where Katie interviews the Adam Levine team from What the Hack with Adam Levine, another podcast about scams and cons and cults that's incredible. And they talk all about phishing emails. Go ahead during this holiday break, go back, listen to that, protect yourself and avoid things like fake shipping notification, phishing emails. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> so now that you have your holiday scams in mind, you're warmed up, right? And you're ready to hear about some of my favorite moments as a producer on this show from the last year. Some of the best episodes that we've had and some of the best guests, we've got returning guests like Ellen Hahn. Uh, we've got some some new friends on like Lindsay Hand and Jess Keefe. Uh, and we've had some great discoveries and some juicy, juicy scams. We've returned to some scam classics, right? LuLaRoe, we came back around for that one. Elizabeth Holmes still on trial. And then we got some new scams this year. Things like the Donner Party with Katie's mom. Let's listen to a clip of that one right now because it's maybe one of my favorite episodes because it kind of gives you a clue into, well, Katie um, via her relationship with her mom and also like how intelligent and incredible and hilarious her mom is, but also just the way they talk to each other, you gotta hear it. You gotta hear it. It's too good. People did this. I know. In covered wagons. How did they do it with their with period? With their periods. Yes. Oh my yes. God. I just what? think about that. Same. All I can I'm think like about. cramps, no Motrin. Oh my God. No ibuprofen. And like how many lodged And then have a baby or have sex oh, or. no, 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 no. Your horse dog gonorrhea. I feel like there were lots of STDs that no one even knew. They were just like, she's a funny one. It's because she had five STDs. <laughs> they she never was getting it on with the cow Yeah, she's real chirpy. <laughs> she Her husband was folk. driving the wagon. She was getting it on she with the She was busy. Right. Her period never stopped her. <laughs> No, but truly, that all I think about our periods. Was, <laughs> truly, like that's the most inconvenient, crazy thing that as a woman, most besides insane. maybe having a baby, a baby, but no, but regularly and, once a yeah, month. I know. It was also not like you know, yes, having a baby happens to. I think then they pressed, of course, they pressured people and like had way more, but. Mm -hmm. At the time, not it wasn't guaranteed that you have a baby, but it was guaranteed if you were nourished, at least you'd have your period. Exactly. And so that, I just I can't even, I, I don't even I, think there was that much documentation on it. I think people were just like, we're not talking about it. It was hell on earth. <laughs> um, wow. I Have I had conversations with my mom about what it would be like to have my period in the past? Mm-hmm. I have. Did I record them and put them out in the public? No, I still probably would have, but you, you got to give it to Katie's mom for being such a good sport and for just being like a rock star in that episode. Go back. It's about the Donner party. It's about, you know, the, the quote unquote cannibalism that may or may not have happened. And then how those people were just generally scammed to get there. Uh, it's a really good historical scam. and I highly suggest it. 
Speaking of our beautiful host, Katie's past, here's another clip I found really, really funny from an episode with the incredible return guest and scam spurt, Ellen Hahn, where they're talking about uh, Erica Jane and the whole Tom Girardi scam, which is a great episode and one of the most popular of this year. So you know it's a good one because it's approved by everyone here who's listening to this right now. Anyway, here's a moment where Katie lets us know a little bit about her past, you know, as a child, her formative years. I remember I was like crying and so enthralled with the movie. And I was like, I am Aaron Bragovich. Show you my bra and I'm going to win this case. Like I just, I did go into it. Okay. <laughs> and I did practice my own acceptance speech as Julie Roberts slash Caitlin Brown. <laughs> if anybody wants to know, there's many evenings in uh, my hair wrapped up in a towel because it looked more fancy and talking to my mirror. You know, what? how grateful I am to get this honor. No, I absolutely did that too, but it was to uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, acceptance speech. <laughs> In her pink dress. Hang in there, daddy, granddad. Yeah. Yeah. For Shakespeare in Love. Yes. Oh, Ellen, I've seen that so many times. The unraveling of her bounded breast in that movie was like hot to me. I thought it was too. Yeah. I don't know why it was hot. are coming out. It was so exciting. (laughs) I'd never seen a porno or anything. I was just like, those are beautiful boobs. They're so small and approachable. I can handle them in my face. (laughs) That was all I could handle at the time. (laughs) Okay. We divert. Oh boy, that was some gossip. <laughs> we've learned we've learned a lot about Caitlin over this last year. We need to go take a short break for this little baby holiday episode. Um, so we're gonna hear some ads in a second, but I'd also like to take this moment to uh, make a proposition to any pharmaceutical companies out there who would like to maybe advertise with us. Um, I'll just go ahead and play a couple clips proving that uh, Prozac or Zoloft, if you're out there, um, we could use some money to support the show, me and Katie included find out what my Prozac dose is. Can you imagine she if she had Prozac? Like, I'm on, like, Prozac, and, like, I'm on mental health stuff, but I do. And if right. I don't have Prozac, I'm laying in bed forever. Right. So. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome back from that ad break. Did we get an ad for Prozac or Zoloft or my husband's on Willie Trends, so you know what, we'll take anything. Um... Let us know if we did, because we we would love to take their money. I know they have a lot of it. Anyway, before we get on to a couple more clips, a couple more rehashes of some of our favorite moments from 2021, I would like to do a mini mailbag. For any new listeners who don't know what a mailbag is, we get so many messages from incredible scam spurts, bringing us new scams and scam ideas, and our scam fans who are just saying thank you for talking about MLMs and cults and embarrassing scams that have happened to some of the guests on our shows and that just have happened to people in general. Because listen, you do not have to be gullible to be scammed. It can happen to anyone. So I'm just going to read a couple Instagram messages about loving the podcast and loving Katie and being generally supportive because we we need that holiday cheer. Um, but before I do something cheerful, I'm going to do something terrible. And I'm going to read bad reviews for the Scam Wild podcast. Why am I going to do this? Why am I going to read these to you? Well, because Katie, beautiful, her beautiful soul can't handle these. And whenever we get them, I'll just tell you a little behind the scenes story. Whenever we get a bad review, Katie will send them to me, screenshot them, send them to me, and then be like, what have I done wrong? Literally, she will be like, this person said this about me and I must be doing it and I feel terrible and how can I make the show better? And that is her reaction. That is not my reaction <laughs> because because people suck and because I am a little devious person myself. And so I understand that, I don't know, a bad review is kind of a good review because if a terrible person gives you a bad review, that's like the flip floppy. You know, that's like actually a good review. If you're if your enemy's friend is a good person, you Anyway, you guys are following me on this. So I am just going to read you um, two terrible reviews that really cut Katie to the core that made me giggle because they say more about the reviewer than they do about us. So for context, let's get in here. Number one, this review is titled, Get to the Subject. (laughs) This podcast is supposed to be about scams. Not the first 10 minutes of the host talking about their drinking habits. Who wants to hear that? I can see a max three minutes talking about uh, themselves. Now, I did sigh because it says sigh with two asterisks around it. And I was just taking acting notes there. Um, So I did sigh for effect. Then they go on to say, the annoying singing and trying to be funny. It's annoying. So here's what I've learned about this uh, reviewer. They don't want to hear about anything except for scams. And that 
It's fair. I understand that. You understand that. We don't want to hear about anything except for scams because they're interesting, right? We don't want to care about how other people feel. We don't want to care or hear about people's problems. You know, we just want to be consumed with the one thing that entertains us and everything else can really just fuck off. Um, so that's what I've learned about them. Also, they use annoying twice in what is like a 30 word review. So that tells me that maybe they need to work on their vocabulary. I think for Christmas, if any of you, if any of you know this reviewer, their <laughs> review name is user underscore apps. Sure. So if you have identified them, I think what they deserve for Christmas is like one of those uh, calendars that you tear the pages off of that have a new word every day. Because they, you know, maybe they could write awful reviews with like some more colorful verbiage. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, moving on to the next terrible review. Now, this person gave ScamWow two stars. So let's give them a little leeway here. They also said, I've listened to three episodes. And that, I mean, I've listened to every episode more than once because I edit them. But I'll give you credit for that. That you put in the labor. This last one was absolutely painful to the point of visiting the reviews to see if it's just me. Nope, it's not. I support this because I feel like if you felt like you were being gaslit and then you go and get like a validation of your opinion in the reviews, like good for you. You're not crazy. Okay, your feelings are valid. They go on to say, I'm certainly not the only one turned off by the host's constant interrupting. Why bother having a guest on if your thoughts are so superior that others can't even complete a sentence. Okay, interesting. I would normally take this as a good point. And you know what? When Katie read this review, she legitimately was like, I'm going to pay more attention. You know, she's a good improver. So she was like, I'm going to pay more attention to listening to my guest and like picking up on things and asking them valuable questions instead of what she was doing before, which is getting excited and making jokes and having a generally good time. Um, and I value that she decided to do that. But let's consider that often <laughs> women get called out for interrupting a lot, even though we're doing this interesting thing in conversation that women often do to each other. Uh, and I don't remember the name for it. It's some psychological thing, but it's basically like confirming conversation. And for those of you out there who also get called out for interrupting a lot because you do things like that, this is a thing that's based in misogyny, by the way. Don't make me go look this up, okay? Don't make me go look up how conversationally, you know, women aren't allowed to interrupt a sentence where men are. It's a whole Supreme Court thing about how all of the, even though you're legally not supposed to be interrupting the justices, the female justice, justices get interrupted nine times more than the male. Listen, just in the scope of this podcast, maybe this person, K8 Erkins, didn't enjoy that type of conversation. And that's okay they can go listen to something else. Thank you for your review. Moving on. And now I want to read messages from our listeners who actually like us. Uh, this one was directly to the Scamwa podcast Instagram from Megan. They say, hello, I wanted to leave a review about your podcast, but I can't for the life of me figure out how on Google podcasts. Megan, listen to me. You're wonderful. <laughs> Those last two reviews that I read for context so we would understand what you're saying here are worth nothing and you are worth everything. 
Megan goes on to say, just wanted to say, I love listening. I can't believe that anyone would leave a bad review. I usually listen to a lot of crime and murder podcasts, but they get so dark. And I found that listening to your scam podcast is just as interesting, but not nearly as depressing. So happy I found you guys. Please keep up the awesome work. Thank you, Megan. We appreciate you. The next message I'm going to read is from Carolyn again through Instagram. They say, ah, I am not, <laughs> with an exclamation point, sorry. <laughs> ah, I am not caught up, but listen to your most recent episode on Theranos from October and started watching the HBO documentary after. I am 110% convinced that Elizabeth Holmes is a robot and or slash alien trying to, trying so, so hard to seem human. That is all. Keep killing it, Kate. Fuck the negative reviews. <laughs> Thank you, Carolyn. <laughs> I enjoyed reading these. Myself, personally. Okay, another one from Anonymous through Instagram. I just totally scamazoned. I bought an $80 guitar pedal for Hanukkah, reported it lost, and got a refund. I don't give a shit. Bozos has made his pile. <laughs> You're right. Bozos has made his pile, <laughs> especially this year. You keep that fucking guitar pedal. Good for you. You did a positive scam, we're going to say. Okay. And then finally, to finish out our mini mailbag before we move on to a couple more clips and then a happy, happy holiday goodbye. This is another anonymous from Instagram. It says, hi, I'm listening to the game show episode. Quick reminder, that's the one with Rekha Shankar where they talked about the press your luck scam where the guy came on and blah, blah, blah. Listen, just go back and look for press your luck scam with Rekha Shankar. It's a great episode. You're going to love it. It's it's a classic and also not depressing. Just adding that in there. Anyway, this person goes on to say, I'm sure you've already heard of this from tons of other listeners. We haven't just you. So thank you. But just in case, there was a Pictionary-style game show in the late 80s called Win, Lose, or Draw. I was like 10 or 11 at the time. Probably me too. Wait, 80s? No, I was much younger. It, let's not get into that. So my memory is probably not super reliable, but I recall it being a big hit for a while. So there must be some archival or YouTubeable footage to explore. Cheers. Thank you for that suggestion. That sounds like something very positive and happy to watch over the holidays. Now that we've heard from our listeners, let's listen to a couple clips from some of the most popular episodes of our podcast, uh, specifically one. In this episode, the guest is Amanda Montel, the author of the book, I believe that was released this year, Cultish, The Language of Fanaticism. Uh, and here is a little clip of Amanda, the author, incredible, powerful woman, talking about the language of cults. Then they basically use these these stock phrases that I I don't call. I didn't invent this. I wish I had. But they use these these stock phrases called <laughs> thought terminating cliches, which were actually described um, in the early fifties by this psychologist named Robert J. Lifton, which are these like super catchy, easily memorable, easily memorized, easily repeated expressions that are aimed at like shutting down independent thinking, discontinuing questioning or mm -hmm. independent thought. So like. You know, uh, one of my favorite MLM thought right. turning cliches will be like, oh, this isn't a pyramid scheme. Pyramid schemes are illegal. But it's like, mm -hmm. well, <laughs> just because something is illegal doesn't mean it doesn't exist and it doesn't mean you're not involved. Right, 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 and right. And also, 
calling it out doesn't mean that it's, I think that's interesting too, psychologically, if you say, but let me call it out first and say, this isn't that, and then continue the behavior. <laughs> I know. It's like, I would never be involved with that. It's illegal. It's like, mm. <laughs> and it just so happens that language is like a cult leader's fundamental, most important tool of power, but it's invisible. So mm. we take it for granted. That's so interesting. Um, you know, it's like while we're distracted by MLMers, like cringy. Oh my God. I was actually, ugh, the MLM look is so distinctive. How like, do you mean? I feel, well, the classic MLMer, there are a lot of MLMers in Orange County. Mm. Um, like two hours from where I live, mm -hmm. and they all look the same. They have long like- Long blonde hair? Long blonde, bleach blonde hair and eyelash extensions. Their hair was curled with like a two inch barrel yes. wand. They wear like um, like a tight shirt, a knit cardigan mm -hmm. over it, skinny jeans, booties, and a floppy hat. Exactly, maybe a flannel, maybe, but- Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. Their, hu their husbands wear the flannels and they borrow them. Yes. Wow, 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 wow. Eye-opening. Great episode. Fantastic book. If you haven't heard that one, go back and listen. And the reason it's such a good episode is because that concept uh, that Amanda kind of puts into an easy-to-digest phrase keeps coming up in our Scam Wow episodes. Here's another example talking about Elizabeth Holmes where this comes up, this exact kind of repeating behavior comes up. And then when she talks about that she believes her uncle could have found the cancer earlier if there was a medical solution. We all human beings deserve that right. Then she's talking about human rights and just the basis of life. Then she says, and I will take your money. So she did create a very strong, manipulative, slow story to really jump people into it. Do you know who else does that? Who? Cult leaders. <laughs> like, yes. I mean- the tactics yes. are exactly the same. You galvanize yes. support, not by saying, come join my cult or come give me your money that I'm going to, you know, fraudulently use or yes. not. They, that's not the message. The message is always like something really good and true to them that's compelling and that yes. gets people wanting to be a part of it. Wow, wow, wow. Ellen Hahn. Every time she comes on, it's incredibly fascinating. This was from an episode she did with Elizabeth Holmes talking about basically how like not that Theranos used kind of culty ideas, a compelling story, a everybody wants this, don't they, way of bringing people into like be on board with the Theranos idea and then how that kind of mirrors VC culture in general. Like everybody wants to be a unicorn company and everybody wants to be in on the unicorn company and like make that money like those who had shares in Uber did, you know, or WeWork or whatever. WeWork being another scam, great documentary, go back and look at that. But anyway, the point is, is that what we've learned in these episodes is that these scam tactics are very like appealing to people who want to be a part of a group, right? A group think. Uh, and over and over again in these episodes, as you've heard, you scam spurts. If people are coming to you with a simple idea and wanting to make your life better and all you have to do is join them and pay for it, it's probably a bad idea. Here's another clip talking about Lululemon, famous MLM that also used 
culty, weird rule tactics that Katie talks about when talking about the most recent documentary. sort of cult formed and all of these sort of cults and all of these crazy MLMs, it starts with just a basic idea that anybody can join, anybody can join. And then when they need the owners and the like heads of it need more power, they start to do more inflicting more rules and more things that everybody has to have. Like everybody had to wear a bunch of LuLaRoe. Like you, the bonus checks, they said, spend your bonus checks. Don't give them to your family. Like they had promised that you know, you'd, you'd be able to support your family, spend your bonus check to show everyone how much money you're making and to recruit more people so they can see how profitable you are. That keeps somebody completely locked into LuLaRoe. I guess now that I'm listening to all these clips and reminiscing about the last couple of years of ScamWow and just thinking about like some of the amazing people who have come on, the books that we've read, the lessons that we've learned... I think any one of us could lead a course on cults, MLMs, scams, and generally how to get people to follow you and do whatever you say. And so have the scam spurts who are experts in how to scam become exactly the type of people who are going to lead a cult. I don't know. I'm just throwing that idea out there. I'm not saying that Katie has started her own cult by having you all just like message her on Instagram and love her so much and give her support. I'm not saying that. Okay. But if for Christmas this year, you wanted to like you felt in your heart maybe you wanted to give Katie something for Christmas but like you don't know her address and we're not going to give it to you go ahead and go on Instagram go to scamwell podcast on Instagram it's the little at sign and then scamwell podcast pretty easy to do and you send Katie a message like hey if you ever wanted to start a cult I'd follow you Merry Christmas do that for me, producer Kate, because apparently I'm the first follower of the Caitlin Brodnick cult. And that's what I've learned here in 2021. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for going on this fun, reminiscing holiday journey with me. Cannot wait to do more next year and talk to you all in this community more next year and get more juicy scams. Signing out for this fun producer episode, producer Kate. Go out there. Avoid scams, make scams, live your scam life. Love you. Bye. Love. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday.
You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.